Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Circling Back podcast. Um, I'm so excited and so happy to be here with you today. Um, and I'm so glad that you're circling back with me this week. So I really was so happy with the feedback that I got on the very first episode. I wasn't so sure about how it was going to be received because it was a very heat of the moment kind of decision. And I just decided that I was just going to pivot into filming this podcast kind of just out of like, I don't even know, just sheer um, desire to film the podcast because I was feeling delusional. It was a late night. I was working on an essay that I needed to get done since it was finals. And overall, I was just kind of thinking about, you know, what I want in my future. And I figured just that the best way for me to get those thoughts out would be to first talk to myself because I feel like it's very therapeutic. And then secondly, why not turn it into a podcast episode and release that and like talk about all these things that are living in my mind and put them out in the world for everyone else to hear. So that's what I kind of decided. um, And that's where I went with the first podcast episode. That's why I filmed it for, you know, you guys to listen to. And so today we're just going to be talking a bit more about my whole experience as a college student. And the reason I want to touch on this is because my fall semester of my sophomore year has officially come to an end. Um, Before we move forward in this episode, I just wanted to acknowledge my voice. So I did lose my voice about two days ago. And so I'm actually sick right now. I'm dealing with a bit of sickness, but I figured it's still not an excuse for me to give up on filming the pod because I'm very excited to be here doing this to begin with. And for that reason, I was like, you know, I can just give a disclaimer and we'll chat still. So yeah, I'm a bit congested and you can definitely hear that. But regardless, I just am excited to be here chatting with you. So I hope you guys are chilling with me today. It This episode is actually being filmed on a Thursday. I'm still figuring out the schedule in which I'm going to be recording the audio. And so that's something that I'll have to work out as a quirk throughout time. But the idea is just to get comfy and, you know, overall make this experience enjoyable for the both of us because I don't want it to be something burdening every week or something that becomes kind of strenuous on me because I just want it to be fun. I want it to be lighthearted and I want it to overall just be a good listening experience for you. So Something I like to do a lot, actually, is I like to listen to podcasts when I run. Now, I don't remember if I exactly spoke about this in the very first episode, but it is something that I wanted to touch on because I love running. And as you all know, as I spoke about in the very first episode, and I got a lot of questions uh, from you guys on how overall I became a runner and like what prompted that kind of like thought in me like what made me want to become a runner and I don't know how much I spoke about it in the very first episode but what I can tell you is that we can go into more details on that today so I got a few questions and to start we'll talk about those I think maybe I'll save that for the end of the episode but yeah maybe I'll just fill you in on like where I am right now um in my life after a week of living (laughs) um and so we'll just chat a bit about that so I just finished my officially finished finals yesterday and finals was an experience. It was definitely a bit challenging. I think that my mentality going into finals this year was that 
I wanted to take classes that were more writing heavy. And I wanted to take courses where I had the opportunity to really tap into those skills that I have that are kind of more on the humanity side of learning because I'm just sick of numbers at this point. Like one thing about me is I don't like a number unless it is in the form of money (laughs) in my bank account, as most people would say. And I think that overall, like learning, the learning experience as a whole is really elevated and like inspiring when you get to write a paper. And this is just my personality type. This is something that I've found is a strength of mine. And so I really delved head forward or head first into these courses that were more writing heavy. So I actually just finished a 21 page research paper yesterday and I was just not expecting it to be as hard as it was because I was genuinely like, oh, I'm a writer. This is my strong suit. Like this is something that I'm good at. It shouldn't be a problem, right? Well, I was wrong. It was pretty challenging to write that paper and I by any means, you know, didn't expect to have to put as much work into it as I thought. And that was something that bit me in the butt a bit. So I've been working on it throughout the semester. It had been taking a lot of time. But regardless, you know, it was a good experience. And I now have a 21 page research paper to flex. So that's the good part that came out of that. So overall, I'm just so thrilled. I'm so excited. And I hope that you're excited to be listening as well. Um, and I just, so this past week, right, I had finals and I was working on that paper and I'm back home in Jersey and I'm just so happy to be here. Now I went on a run, uh, actually I'd been running for, you know, the past few days. And so I think I might've spoken about this very briefly, but I did get a hip injury. And in that experience, I was cycling, like I was cycling every single day and I didn't really like it. It was definitely something to hold me over until I could get back into running so that I didn't lose so much endurance. But I will say that like it was so annoying, to be honest. Like I would never choose to cycle if I don't have to. Like It's not something that I would voluntarily put myself through. So <laughs> um, yeah, definitely like love running more than cycling. So I got my mileage back up to about 30 miles a week, and I was so thrilled. I was proud of myself. And right before the semester ended, I went on a run with Ruby. Again, I spoke a bit about Ruby in the very first episode, and that was just so exciting. Like, I don't know, it was such a nice way to end the semester. When I was running with her, like, I just felt the most amazing vibes ever. It was beautiful outside. The sky was, like, glistening, and it was my first time I think officially doing a true like a tried and true trail run and I just loved it I wasn't expecting to really like trail runs because I feel like they can be kind of stressful especially if you're doing it alone but there's just a really gorgeous trail and that I'm so lucky to have available to me in Ithaca and something that I just have realized since coming home is that the trails in Ithaca or like overall the running Um, routes that I have in Ithaca are so nice. And I never realized what a luxury it is to be able to run in Ithaca because let me tell you, the Jersey running experience is not it. Like, oh my gosh, 
I have been going in a few runs. And first off, it's kind of hard to distance run in Jersey. And if you do want to be able to do it effectively, you definitely have to plan your runs around the traffic. So that means considering the time of day. And what I mean by that is I used to exclusively wake up at like 5, 6 a.m. in the morning to go on runs. And while that was like an exciting summer experience, definitely not something that you want to be doing in the winter because it can be pretty grueling outside temperature wise. Like the morning in the winter, first off, the sun's not even up, right? So like you have to wait for the sun to rise. And then on top of that, you don't even have the luxury of running in warmth. So it's just grueling, you know, like it's a very challenging experience. So I will say that running in Jersey has been testing of how much I I love running because I feel like kind of going through all of these experiences, these ups and downs of getting injured and change in setting, so on and so forth, have really just helped me confirm my love for running because I'll do it no matter what. But that is a lesson to be learned. I really did speak heavily on you know, the experience of taking care of yourself and why that matters so much. Because after I'd gotten injured, I just realized like, I can't be running if I'm not going to be taking my health seriously. And I think that's still true to this day, like with my experience of getting sick over the past few days. So not only like did I lose my voice, but I kind of just had my whole body take a toll on me. And I read online that if you get injured or sorry if you get sick and you experience symptoms from the neck up then you're good to go on a run and I definitely took that and I ran with it (laughs) metaphorically and literally so I went on a run over the past few days while being sick and somehow I don't even know how this was possible like it actually makes no sense to me but I literally hit a new PR like I was able to run a six minute and 40 second mile. And I think that's pretty darn good because by no means was I trying to hit a new PR. And I wasn't even like, yeah, I wasn't even doing the mile quick. Like I was just trying to go, I was just on a long run. So I ran five and a half miles. I had an average pace of seven minutes and 30 seconds. And I just genuinely don't know how I did that while being sick because it is hard, you know, like, I don't know, running in itself when I'm in good health is hard. So to be doing it while sick was pretty like impressive to myself. I was pretty proud, but definitely don't recommend doing it because I think it might have taken a toll on my health more than I wanted. And I've had to take a lot of days off to rest. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And I mean, even as I'm talking to you, I'm sure you can hear like the congestion in my voice. It is frustrating right like it's just annoying so yeah that's been my week we got sick we finished finals and overall i'm feeling pretty reflective so i'm just overall pretty grateful and just proud of myself and i want to take like i don't want to sound too braggadocious but i do want to take a second to like admire my own accomplishments this past semester so i went into the semester pretty afraid of the future you know like what was waiting for me And that was just because I took a pretty heavy credit load and that was something that I didn't really consider 
it was going to be something that would affect my health. And I thought, you know, I have the bandwidth to be able to handle this. And definitely it was something I overestimated. So I ended up having to drop a statistics course. Now I'm taking it next semester because it's a requirement for my school. And so it's just very much, I think, adhering to that metaphor of like, you know, if you don't deal with it now, you're going to have to deal with it later. And that was just a harsh reality that I was facing over the past few days. Um, because as the semester ended, I just, I just realized, you know, I can't avoid these problems and they're just going to have to be addressed. So me not being that good at stats is something that I just have to make amends with <laughs> and something that has to become a challenge that I overcome, right? So that was the first thing. And then secondly, like I had a few VP positions for some clubs that I was involved in on campus and I wasn't really expecting those to go well because I was just like, well, where do I find this balance between, you know, schoolwork, like academics, the clubs that I'm involved in and then living my life? So doing the things that make me happy, like running, for instance. And that was one of the biggest challenges for me to navigate over the past semester. And it's something that I think I'll just continue to have to learn. And I say that just because, like, you know, being a college student is all about that learning process. And you're always going to be in the shoes of, like, or you're always going to be learning where you can improve. Like, it's not something that you kind of you go through and then you're good permanently, like you're always going to be experiencing in life ups and downs that make you ask yourself, like, where can I improve? Where have I done well? And, you know, where can I make room for improvements? And so this past semester has been a testament to that. I think that I did really well overall with finding that balance, but I do think there were times where I pushed it. And not only did I push it, I think my body physically kind of faced barriers with the way I was mentally and physically pushing myself. And while I learned that I love running, I learned that I also need to be very careful with the way I treat myself. And when you overdo it, you can't push beyond those those barriers and you can't improve because by pushing yourself too hard, you are kind of creating barriers for like within your life, right? And so you're not re-energizing and you're not taking the necessary steps to find yourself in a place where you can bring all of your energy to the table and you can bring that passion and that fire to the things you do, if that makes any sense. So I learned that, you know, I I learned I got injured and I gave myself kind of a bit of time off and in that time off I had a lot of time to reflect. I was very happy with that. I think it made me appreciate having like me time again. I don't know. Running is me time, but it I appreciated being able to think without having to be moving so quickly because I think there's almost what it's equivalent to in my mind is when I'm running so quickly, I feel like I get fast with my thoughts as well. My thoughts start to kind of like have a mind of their own and they start running rampant. So yeah, 
that is definitely something that I realized. And I think this podcast even in itself is a way for me to take those thoughts and like slow them down and just process how am I feeling and what does this mean for me? So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know. But final season was a bit challenging this year. Um, I, you know, I spoke about that paper that I was writing and I think that it went well. We'll have to see. I'm waiting on results actually. Um, and I'm just hoping for the best. But I know that at the end of the day, I put my best foot forward and that's all that matters. Now, if any of you are struggling with kind of like beating yourself up because maybe you just went through your first finals or maybe you went through your third finals like I did and they went well, but you're still waiting on the results or you're anxious or you got the results and you didn't really like the way they turned out, just I want you to also slow down with me. And just realize that at the end of the day, as long as you put in that effort, you are doing enough, you know? Like you have tried and you don't need to be perfect in order to earn your own self-respect. Like you've earned it by just trying is what I'm trying to say. So just remind yourself of that. Anytime you get stressed and anytime that you think, well, maybe I could have done more because that's a thought that I often revisit myself and it's something that I want to get better at dealing with because I don't think it's healthy to constantly berate ourselves and tell ourselves that we could have been doing more when we've tried so hard already. Now, on the other end of it, if you are someone that has these huge ambitions and goals and you think maybe you could have done a bit more, then I would recommend that you take this time to reflect now that finals are over and just assess where you could have done better. Like write down those weaknesses that held you back this time and write down what was preventing you from putting in your best effort and what was preventing you from being the best because you can be the best. Like we can all be the best and the best doesn't mean being the top of the class or achieving the best grade you've ever gotten in your life. It just means being the best for you. It means that you have tried your best and you've used all your energy and you've done it in a healthy way that was balanced focused. And, you know, that's that's all that matters, right? So, okay. On another note, we are going to pivot out of the topic of finals because I know you guys don't want to hear about that anymore. It's winter break. And I hope you guys all have some amazing plans for the winter because I am so excited for myself over this winter break. I don't have anything crazy planned. Like I'm not really traveling, but I'm still really excited to just be on winter break and have this time to recharge because I think it is so important. And so I've been cooking a lot recently and it's been something that's been so fun for me. One of my biggest hobbies aside from running, which they go hand in hand, is cooking. And I just love making a beautiful breakfast bowl. I love just, I don't know, getting bougie with my meals, you know? It is so fun. It is just so fun. And so something that I wanted to do over this winter break was actually like write down my recipes and almost like create my own version of like a recipe book. And I just am really excited for that because I want to have a few go-to recipes that I can revisit 
over all the breaks and summer and anytime that I'm home, basically. But uh, yeah, it's been a treat to not be eating dining hall food. Let me tell you that because I definitely got sick of it. It was kind of getting like redundant. I don't know. And I think I'm blessed to have like edible dining hall food because a lot of colleges don't. So we're going to definitely say that, uh, you know, I had a good experience with my eating this past semester, like at the dining hall, because I brought my own like ingredients to the dining hall. And I definitely looked like a crazy person while doing this. But this is your sign to if you feel like your dining hall food is bland, girl, just bring your own stuff. Like, bring it. (laughs) There is no reason for you to be eating bland food. And I'm going to live, I mean, I will die on that hill. There's no reason for you to be eating bland food. So what I was doing was I take my breakfast very seriously. And I know that you runners out there also take your breakfast very seriously. It's the best meal of the day. It's the most important meal of the day. It's the meal that we find ourselves fueling ourselves. And I just think like, I don't, I don't understand people that skip breakfast because in my mind, I'm like the moment my eyes are open, the moment I crack my eyes open, there's breakfast in my mouth and I don't know how it got there, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course I made it right. So I would bring my stuff to the dining hall. I brought, so I would buy these Icelandic chocolate from Whole Foods. You guys, I am a fiend for like the most bitter and like aggressively dark chocolate out there. I know a lot of people like, like light, uh, what's it called? Like a milky chocolate. I'm just not that person. I'm not, I never will be. But I would add these Icelandic chocolates to my breakfast porridge, always hot because I need something like heartwarming in the morning after a run, you know, you're exhausted and it's just good to put something warm into your mouth. Like, (laughs) and that, (laughs) that's what she said. But I would always do that. And I brought my own like Trader Joe's peanut butter to the dining hall. It would actually be so phenomenal if the dining hall could provide me with peanut butter, but unfortunately they don't, and I need peanuts in my breakfast because it's just the best, you know? It just tastes so good, and it's scrumdily umptious. <laughs> and then I would add, so I love my favorite granola is purely Elizabeth granola. Let me put you on it. It's so good. Like, I don't know what crack they put in it. It's so good. I can't describe to you. Like, it has, like, grain in it. Like, the one I get, it's, like, the original flavor. And it has, like, puffed quinoa in it and, like, pumpkin seeds and just all the good stuff. It's cinnamon-flavored, I think, as well. And I would also bring my own cinnamon. So I would make my own breakfast porridge um, and go crazy. And I recommend that you do that because treat yourself. You deserve it. You're working hard as a student. You're using all that brain power. You might as well treat yourself, right? So on that note, um, I've had a wonderful week of breakfasts on this holiday season, and I've been adding a bit of like holiday-esque scents, or sorry, not scents as if I'm sniffing my food, flavors to my food. Um, and that means like, peppermint flavored chocolate, like brownie batter oats, all the good stuff because, you know, it's the holidays 
and I just think it's the best excuse to really dive deep into those flavors. So get yourself that peppermint bark, indulge in that peppermint bark, and enjoy that peppermint bark. You deserve it, right? Like we worked so hard this past semester. You need to treat yourself. Like you, ha- this is the best time of the year because it's an excuse to treat yourself whenever you get to. So yeah, I love like, I don't know, I've just had a great week of breakfast. I've been making like protein yogurt and protein oats and all the good stuff. Um, and I just, this is your sign to go make yourself breakfast and stop skipping breakfast. If you skip breakfast, go make yourself breakfast. You deserve it. You've earned it. Okay. Now the next thing I wanted to talk about was holiday shopping and like retail therapy. I think that the holidays are such a testament to the fact that like retail therapy is definitely a real thing. It's not placebo. It's not in our heads. You experience it. I experience it. And there's no reason to be complaining because I know this might sound a bit ridiculous, but if you have the money, you might as well spend it. Not to be said for all things, definitely. Like, you know, take that with a grain of salt disclaimer. But my favorite thing to do is to treat myself after a semester of hard work. And so the way I set things, like, it's it's kind of like that. I think I might have spoken about this in the very first episode, but that risk and reward dynamic. I've taken risks this semester. I put myself out there. I challenged myself to work very hard. And in doing so, I learned that I deserve to be treated. And so I bought myself a lot of stuff. Long story short, I bought myself a lot of stuff. So the way, the moment those Black Friday sales were out, I jumped on that train and I bought everything in sight. Maybe it's not the most sustainable way to save money. And it's actually quite the opposite. You might end up finding yourself losing money. (laughs) Like me. But at least you'll have some fun things to try on, some fun new clothing, new outfits to really enjoy the holiday season, a few new sweaters to get cozy, new candles to really get in the mood, and overall just really immerse yourself into the holidays. So what I did was I bought tons of clothing from Zara and I made sure that when I was shopping this holiday season that I was shopping in the form of outfits. Now this is my biggest piece of advice for you retail therapists out there. If you're anything like me, you might just want to buy a piece because it catches your eye and it looks beautiful, but you don't always want to just like buy a piece because it's cute. You want to buy it because it fits in the form of an outfit. Does that make sense? Like what I mean by that is I had bought this pair of new Wales Bonner Adidas Sambas. Now I know Sambas had their moment in 2023. They definitely were the shoe of the season. And I only recently found out, I know this is going to sound a little stupid. It's going to make me sound kind of dumb, but you know, I have no shame, but I just found out that Asambas were like indoor soccer shoes. Didn't know that one, but in finding that out, I also learned that I just don't care because I love them. (laughs) They're cute. Like they're the cutest shoe. You can't argue with me. You just can't. So I got the Wales Bonner collab and they had this 
collaboration drop where they released it's like a maroon color oh my gosh i'm obsessed i'm obsessed and they have these cream accents on them beautiful stitching and i don't even know what the fabric of the shoe is like i don't know what that texture is but it is so nice like guys like you just have to go oh my gosh uh, yeah just go get yourself a pair of adidas wells bonner collab sambas now i i almost gaslit myself into buying them because i was like oh like you know like the the shoes will increase in value over time like of course i need them but that was definitely just an excuse for me to buy them because at the end of the day i'm gonna be wearing the shoes they're not gonna increase in value like they're not just sitting on my shelf you know so shoes are meant to be worn and that is the moral of the story for that one but yeah so i got my pair myself a pair of shoes and i thought well we can't just stop there right now i need an outfit to match the shoe because it's only fitting so i got my pair myself a pair of pants that were the same exact color as the shoes because i thought in terms of monochromaticness you know not only did i want the shoe to match the clothing but i wanted to make sure the colors were on par with each other so i got that and then i thought well i need a sweater because it's cold and so we need to get cozy. So I got myself a knit sweater and it's alternating between cream and maroon, just like the Adidas Wales Bonner Sambas that I bought. And overall, I was just like, this is a maze. And so, and so that is your kind of sign to go treat yourself to a holiday shopping spree because you earned it. And so did I. All right. Now, moving forward, I just wanted to touch on the next kind of half of this episode, which was going to be answering your questions that you guys had for me. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that rant about how much I love holiday shopping because it's just it's a great experience. And I think holiday shopping is just so fun. So really dive headfirst into that for this holiday season. Get yourself those beautiful pants that you've been eyeing. Go get yourself some Christmas decorations or whatever holiday you celebrate. Maybe it's Hanukkah. And just decorate your room and really immerse yourself into the experience of the holidays. Because it's the best time of the year. Okay. So next up is answering some questions that you guys had for me. So the first question that I received was how did you get into running now I got I think I might have spoken about this in the first episode so I don't know if the person that had asked this listened and so I'm gonna call that person out if you didn't listen to the first podcast episode and you left this question go listen to the first one because give me that you know that what's it called please give me the kind of engagement that I deserve right like you know I worked hard in that episode <laughs> but whatever sorry I'm literally just ranting right now but um I'll, I'll kind of re-answer this question anyways so what made me get into running it was literally just this feeling of there's something missing in my life and I don't know what to do with myself I was stuck in a routine and I was really bored of that routine I have always been to fitness and working out and I just simply was done. I was like, I cannot 
stand staring at the wall on the treadmill because this is so mind-numbing and I need somewhere to get that stimulation that I crave. So I ran outside for the first time when I was on vacation in on Nantucket and it was beautiful. I ran to the beach and I just loved it. So ever since then, I have been a runner. So I started running um, seriously when the fall semester of this year had begun. And so this was basically the opportunity that I had had to explore Ithaca a bit more. I think that I had this negative attitude toward Ithaca because when you first move to Cornell, it can be a bit kind of daunting, especially because the weather changes so quickly and so drastically. And it's almost like you blink and suddenly it's cold. The trees don't have leaves and you're shivering. Your nose is running. You don't know what to do with yourself because your skin's dry and cracking. And even when you're wearing gloves, your fingers are numb. It's just overall not the best experience. And I am sure that a lot of people can relate because it's just like, I don't know. It's pretty challenging to get in the mindset of being a student and handling your academics while also being in physical pain from the cold. So yeah, that was something that I had not really considered when I had first gotten into running too. Um, but overall, I fell in love with running and stuck with it regardless of the weather. So ever since I have found myself as a runner, I've been exploring just the outdoors and I've been really in touch with nature. So that's one of the reasons that I gotten into running. And then after I had downloaded Strava, I really felt so legit. I was just like, this is cool. I didn't know this was a whole community. And something I noticed about runners is that they're so happy. And I spoke about this actually with another friend when I was going through the recruitment rounds for my pre-law frat. So I'm in a pre-law frat, by the way, if you didn't know what that is, Cornell has these like pre-professional clubs and within them, you have the ability to kind of like join a collection or not a collection, a community of people who share common career oriented interests with you. And so I am a pre-law student. I'm someone that wants to be a future lawyer. And so I found that community of students that share that common interest with me. So within this pre-law frat, I was just chatting with my friend and I was like, yeah, girl, I've been running. And she was telling me about how her parents run and they love it. And I was talking about how I eat a lot of bananas and she was like, oh my gosh, you would love my parents. They eat a lot of bananas. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, yeah, I just like threw myself into the experience kind of blindly and it's been something that's stuck with me ever since. So that was how I got into running. Now, another question I got, um, I think was actually just like about uh, my career and like what I want to do with my life. Now, that's a very broad question. Pretty like, yeah, I would say it's pretty kind of up to chance at this point. I'm interested in being a lawyer, which I previously mentioned, but I also am really interested in journalism. And that's something that I'd like to further explore throughout my experience at college. So with that, kind of the question was also kind of followed up with what keeps you motivated in life. And I also think that that's just like a very broad question, but you know, I don't know what does keep me motivated. And actually, I really like this question because 
I think it's something that we're all searching for an answer for in our lives. Like, it's definitely a challenge to find the things that keep you motivated and find the things that, like, kind of, like, what drives you. I think that, for me, it's less about what drives me and it's more about how much discipline I've trained myself to have. Does that make sense? So, I think, like, the biggest part of being a runner is actually just, like, that discipline, right? And it trains it, and it's so, it's such a huge benefit to have the ability to know that when you do hard things and you put yourself through hard things that are challenging and don't always feel good, that the outcome of it is always going to feel amazing. And so, I don't know if that made much sense, but I'm going to kind of share this metaphor with you that I found very fascinating when I first got into running. And the metaphor is, is that I think, well, I don't even remember who exactly had said this, but I saw it online somewhere. And ever since I've just been very kind of in awe with it, and I still believe it to this day. So someone said that running is the opposite of drugs. Now, you might be wondering, what in the world does that mean? Like, what running is the opposite of drugs? Like, that's what? What? Um, in essence, it means that running in the moment feels horrible. Like, you're in pain. You're huffing and puffing. Your legs hurt. Maybe you're chafing a little bit. Maybe your sweat is really salty and it just dripped into your mouth and that didn't really taste so good. Or maybe you just went on a run and it was swampy out and now there's a bunch of dead bugs on your body. Or maybe you were running a trail and a rock flew in your shoe and it's been poking your heels and your the bottom of your foot the entire time you've been running. Or maybe you're on a run and it's so cold outside that you've quite literally lost feeling in your fingers and toes. You get it. Running doesn't always feel good in the moment. It doesn't feel like pleasant by any means, but the aftermath of running is really what's rewarding as you keep doing it and you push beyond those small minor inconveniences that are bothering you in the moment, you eventually hit a runner's high. And I don't know if you guys know much about runner's high because it's something that you don't really know much about unless you experience it. And I know a lot of people talk about runner's high and it's something that is pretty much common knowledge, but you just have to experience it to know what I'm talking about. It is one of the best feelings in the world. I don't think I've ever found myself so like infatuated with the way the brain works until I experienced my first runner's high because I just was like dying at one point and then at a certain point on the run like a few miles in I just felt euphoric I felt like nothing could stop me and that's pretty much what it feels like so it's like the opposite of drugs right feels a little shitty in the moment and then as you push beyond your boundaries and you learn new facets of life you learn that Sometimes the best things in life come from doing the hardest and most challenging and unpleasant things. Whereas drugs are, (laughs) 
something that feel really good in the moment, but then have a really treacherous and challenging and hard aftermath to deal with because they take a toll on you. So that is why I think running is the best. And that's what motivates me, discipline. I don't think I'm very motivated. I think I'm very disciplined. And that is something that is really heavily spoken about. Again, I'm going to plug it in Leo Skeppy's podcast. Please go give it a lesson. It is so good. I love his podcast. All right. Next question was, uh, what is your go-to choice for running shoes? Okay. So I have, I actually, so for the, (laughs) it's interesting because I don't even like have that many shoes. As of now, I have two running shoes, both Hoka's. I love Hoka's. They are very cute, but I don't know if they're the most functional shoes just because I haven't tried many other brands at this point. And what I do know is that Brooks are really great. I know that New Balance are really great. I know that Nike is great. And those are a few that you might want to choose from. So in addition to those, um, I u- yeah, I myself use Hoka's. The first pair of running shoes that I had ever bought were the Hoka Mach 5s. And these are a really great shoe for training speed. They're great for daily runs, for road running, and basically anything of the sort that you can think of. Whereas the um, uh, second pair that I have, they're Rink on 3s. I actually, now I know this is going to sound ridiculous. This is another, <laughs> this is another part of my holiday purchase. So my holiday like Black Friday shopping purchase. They, I only bought them because they were on sale. Like, that was the only reason I bought them, but I love them. Oh my gosh, like, they're actually so good. So, I, the the design is so cute on them. I think I might have spoken about this in my first episode. I know I repeat myself sometimes, but yeah, I, the color is really cute. And I'm actually going to go run a little bit uh, later after I record this. And I just think they're a really good short distance shoe. I'm keeping my distance short right now because I'm sick. And so I don't want to overdo it with the running at the moment. So short distance, rink on threes, longer distance and speed, and pretty much any type of running Mach 5s. I also ordered, which I am supposed to be receiving soon, the New Balance Fuel Cell Trainer version 3s. These I've heard really great things about. I think they have a plate in the middle of them that's actually really good for racing. So I think those will be my go-to racing shoe. As for other equipment beyond like running shoes, I use a running vest. So if you're someone that's interested in learning how to run, I would say that a lot of the anxiety of running is taken away when you get a running vest because you can put water into it. You can maybe take gels with you. You can fit your phone in it. You can take a pair of extra gloves. It's just a really great way to store things with you on a run without having it in your hand as you're running. That was one of the most challenging things I've ever experienced when I started running. Like running physically with things in my hand was really annoying and I felt just like very imbalanced when I had first started. So definitely invest in a good running vest. Mine is from On. I love On. They're a great brand. I've heard good things about the On Cloud Monsters. I've also heard bad things about them, but I've heard good things from some people. I overall like the design, but I've heard that maybe they're not the most comfortable shoe, and I think it is really case-by-case, and it depends on the shape of your foot, and it's very individual to the person. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was, um, it says, how do you choose, like, gear based on weather? So I definitely go for, I mean, like I said, I feel like if it's more rainy, 
I'm not going to be running outside. I don't know. It's just, I'll never voluntarily want to run outside if it's raining already, but I definitely have found myself running and then randomly getting poured on. Like that was something that had happened a lot when I first started because the weather was a bit unpredictable in Ithaca um, in the summer because it would get hot and humid and wet and also at the same time very dry. You know, you get pretty much the whole spectrum of weather in Ithaca. So yeah, I would go on runs and then randomly get torrentially downpoured on. Not the most fun experience. Um, but with that, I just kind of dealt with it. Like I didn't really have the luxury of picking from an array of different gear like a lot of people do. And so I just dealt with using what I had available to me. So that's how I choose gear. I don't really, I just had a few things that I went to as my uh, daily trainers and that was pretty much it. So in addition to that, I just have a few last pieces of advice for you runners out there. And I just think in addition to healing and like taking it slow and listening to your body, I think the biggest thing is to not compare yourself to other people. And I think that like apps such as Strava or Nike Run Club definitely make that hard because running is a very competitive sport as are most. And so it's very easy to maybe look at your mile time and then look at the next person's and ask yourself, why am I not fast as them or not as fast as them, even though I haven't trained as much as them? It's just very easy to fall into cycles of comparing your timing and how much distance you're able to cover when everyone has a different experience with running, everyone's bodies are different, and at the end of the day, the only way to improve is to focus on yourself, challenge yourself, but also do it in a way that's healthy and doesn't damage yourself. So focus on yourself, don't compare too much because everyone is their own person at the end of the day. So that's that. Um, and in addition to that, I heard, a, I, I had received a question about like goal setting for my running. And that's something that I do focus on very heavily. Um, I like to map out my routes before I run them. And I don't know if that's something that many people do. I know a lot of runners like to just mindlessly run. And that means just waking up, getting outside, maybe having a number in mind for distance and then just running wherever that, you know, like wherever that is to get to that number. For me, I don't really like that. Like I said, I have anxiety. I like to reduce the anxiety. And the best way for me to do that is to map out a route and run the route that I have in mind so that I avoid getting lost and I know exactly how much distance I'm going to be covering before I get back to my start point. So that's definitely a big piece of advice I have for you. Map out a route if you're someone that likes to have things planned ahead. All right, next thing, okay, this is funny because I, again, I'm pretty beginner-ish, like my fastest mile I've ever run is six minutes and 40 seconds. I'm not like crazy elite or anything, but I'm getting there. <laughs> so um, do you have a, it says, do you have a favorite race that you've run? So I've only ever raced once before, officially, and that was the Newport Amica Marathon. I loved this. I didn't run the full. I ran the half and it was the most beautiful course ever. I think if you're based on the East Coast, definitely think about it as a race that you might want to keep in mind for a, maybe a first race. If you're someone that isn't used to hills, I would train hills a bit more before you do get into it because it was relatively hilly, 
But the best part of the race is that the last segment for the half was downhill. So you end on a, on a fast mile if you're concerned about negative splits. So, yeah, um, I think that should pretty much be everything. I'm so glad that you guys joined me for this episode. I hope you appreciate the new crisp audio. And I think that pretty much covers everything for today. So we spoke about my experiences ending my fall semester as a sophomore in college. We spoke about spending money and treating yourself in the holiday season. We spoke about nutrition and some delicious breakfast ideas for the holidays as well. And then I answered a bit of questions that you guys had for me as a runner and just as a student in general. And I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope that you'll circle back with me in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today.